Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the SAP. It's your boy Dave Neal. Tasha Courtney in the background doing scratch tickets. She's a big winner. Scream, Tasha. She won $15. That's it, folks. We're quitting the podcast. We won a scratch ticket. Hey, guys, welcome to my birthday episode. That's right. Does this count as my birthday episode? I think it does. Uh, we have a good one for you today, as you'll see or hear. You'll listen to the SAP with Lee Syatt, our friend, uh, fellow podcaster, Lee Syatt. He uh, co-hosts and produces the uh, Church of What's Happening Now, Joey Diaz's podcast. We had him in the studio to talk about his love life, sex, uh, a little bit of tech shit. Uh, we had a blast with him. And uh, boy, this is, I'm 34. That's right. This is the year, guys. This is the year I put luck on my side. The older you get, the more you rely on mantras because, like, shit's not working out. So what do you do? You take a sound bath on a Friday night. That's what Tasha and I did. We did a sound bath, with, which is basically a dark yoga studio where you just lay on a mat with a blanket and somebody hits a gong in front of your face. That's pretty much how there was crystals. There was a full moon. Um, they were like, uh, be careful what happens to your digestive system. And I actually farted. So I don't know if it works or what. I had cheese that day, so who knows. But anyway, um, they gave us mantras at the sound bath. Everyone got their own personal mantra. Tasha, do you want to read your mantra? All right, bring it on in here. Like now, like right away. Um, I'm going to read my mantra. They, and it's really spot on they gave me this mantra. <clears throat> or it's, I guess it's not a mantra. It's just an affirmation. With affirmations, I claim my inner power. You guys can repeat this. You can share this with me if you want. No matter what I choose to believe or say, the universe always says yes to me. Therefore, I choose only positive thoughts and words. Let's do it one more time. No matter what I choose to believe or say, the universe always says yes to me. Therefore, I choose only positive thoughts and words. I choose a mansion podcast studio. How about that, Tasha? Put that on the vision board. A mansion podcast studio with a giant lever. And when you turn the lever on, the podcast starts. All the lights kick on. The sound doesn't have any issues in the background. We have dream guests. That's what I choose. Take that universe. Give it here. Um, here, come read yours. What does Tasha say? Read it for us. I am gentle, kind, and comforting to my inner child as we uncover and release the old negative messages from family and society. Your family done fucked you up. No, society done fucked you up. <laughs> but it's good. It's about it's about a rebirth. Tasha's birthday is this week. Uh, we're, we're a week apart. So thank you, everyone, for wishing me a happy birthday. Uh, we celebrated at the uh, watching the Kentucky Derby on old Cuatro de Mayo, and uh, it was a blast. It was... Uh, podcast guests, podcast listeners. Thank you so much, Vic, for buying me a shot. Uh, Landon, Michael Abarici, Bobby V, all of our all-stars were there. Sammy and her boyfriend, Michael. Everybody was out there. It was a blast. Thank you guys so much for coming. You make an old man feel young again. Uh, Tasha's birthday is this week. We don't know what we're doing for her birthday yet. I think we should do axe throwing. I think that's what we should do. Uh, but either way, we're going to do something. So everyone go to Tasha at Tasha Courtney on Instagram and wish her a happy birthday. Can we say what your birthday day is without giving out your social? Can we say what your birthday is? May 8th. May 8th. I don't know. I don't know if it was, you know, you know we got to shred every document here and we're going to tell a bunch of strangers it's your birthday. Anyway, folks, you're going to love this chat we had with Lee Syatt. Uh, he's a gentleman and a scholar, and I think he's going to be on our next Mimosa show, Mar uh, May 19th. Uh, we've got Raquel Pomplin, past guest. She's going to be on the Mimosa show. Uh, former uh, Playmate of the Year. Raquel's hilarious. Uh, she's going to be giving us her comedy stylings. Who else is on the show? We're going to have Mike Alberici. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a great show. That's going to be May 19th. 
19th. It's a Sunday, 1130 a.m. No roads have to be paved. It'll be a great show. Uh, so if you're anywhere near the Los Angeles area, you're going to want to come out to that. And if you're not, we, uh, we put that shit on the Patreon. So if you uh, can't see us live in the flesh or if you want extra podcast episodes, go over to the patreon.com slash this app. Uh, I just released my Friday episode where I listen to some new music, put some new tunes on, and I read some dating advice, some sex advice. I try to give it to you the way I see it, and um, it's a good one. It's fun. Uh, we got episodes with Jonesy. We do the weird news, read the news, uh, make fun of shit. That's all on the private Patreon for our supporters. We appreciate you guys so much. I think what we decided is in order to get that podcast mansion, we just need to increase our podcast following 40 times. Hey, Tasha, that's not a bad idea to set like an actual, we need to sh- make, like build one of those thermometers where like it has a little uh, mercury level that goes up because I feel like making it 40 times what it is now isn't that big of a deal. That's like if each one of you invited 40 of your friends to join and they all said yes. Not a, I know we can't get seven people to show up to a birthday party, but we can get 40 times our podcast audience. Anyway, a boy can dream one step at a time, um, one leap for mankind or whatever. Boy, didn't the, spa- the astronauts would have benefited from a podcast. Can you imagine that? Just hanging out on the fucking floating above the moon with a little podcast trying to get subscribers. Anyway, that's what it feels like sometimes when I'm talking to myself like I'm out in space. Well, I'm jabbering, so I'm going to let you guys go. Enjoy our chat. Tasha, Courtney, Dave, Neil with Lee Sayat. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast. This app is your boy, Dave Neal, Tasha Courtney, and Hello. Lee Syatt. Hello. Thank Welcome. you so much for being on the show. Lee's one of our uh, mo- more sought-after guests. Oh, no. Yeah. I feel so bad. We've been trying to do it for a while. I know. But I'm, here's my thing. When I'm booking guests, like I will text a couple times, and it's always like, not either last minute or whatever. It doesn't work out. I'll wait three months. It's always, it's like kind of like trying to get laid. It's the same. Like You don't want to overdo it, but you, you know. <laughs> well, you, you, Try to fuck you, Lee. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, you're, you're very smooth and you got me <laughs> your house and your bedroom and <laughs> that's how it starts too. this isn't even connected to anything <laughs> half the time i'm doing stand-up with lee in the audience i just talk about wanting to blow him i don't know what it is i don't do that with other people lee i started doing that before i even knew you i'm weird. blushing i don't know what's in this water but uh, <laughs> no, your, your dog's no, very but nice one time i was on stage talking about wanting to blow you and then i found out afterwards i was like who's the new lady doing comedy your mom was in the audience <laughs> i forgot about you brought that. your mom oh, no. to an open mic i know yeah my mom she likes to be involved like even she wants to come back and she's like, let's go to the fourth wall. I'm like, I'm talking about some stuff I don't really want you to know about. But And it's known as such out. a place that's so, you know, say whatever you want, throw shit at the wall type of place. And a lot of times it has a bad rap. That's as- like when your mom starts to follow you on Facebook. That's why or I don't like use Facebook Instagram. anymore. I can't use Facebook anymore because <laughs> my parents and like family members are on there. And then because of like the, the, the podcast that I'm on. I mean, I'm sure you deal with a lot worse, but I deal with like people call me like the Christ killer. They talk what? about me not wanting to eat. Well, your ass. boss, technically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I can't have my family members seeing that. So I just kind of abandoned Facebook. Are, do you come from a family because your mom seems pretty cool? But like, are you a family that uh, doesn't like? Do you like is swearing in front of each other? No, a no, no. My mom, my mom wouldn't let me say crap. Really? My, yeah, my mom's. My but mom, then she comes to an open mic. Yeah, she's supportive of me, but she <laughs> she doesn't like like. She um, 
when we were growing up, she would say like the only people who got tattoos are sailors and uh, criminals. Like she, she's from like <laughs> my mom old still kind of feels that oh, way. And then that she way. comes out to the West Coast and like everyone has tattoos and she yeah. just doesn't get it. No, my mom doesn't get it. Either. But Tasha's yeah. mom follows us on social media, and you know how it is. Where, yeah, she's like, being supportive. She's yeah, like, she's I love being you, supportive. But, but then like Tasha posted a photo of herself like naked on a horse, implied nudity. But Tasha's mom posted um, the what's it called the googly eyed emoji oh. <laughs> where they're like. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I was like, what a passive aggressive way for your mom to be like, don't be a whore, Tasha. No, she said so something i had like a side boob picture too and she said something about it and my brother was in the car this way i was like last summer and i was home for maybe my brother's graduation or something and my mom was scrolling and then my picture with side boob pops up and she was like oh my god tasha and my brother said what do he say I don't know. it's 2019 mom free the nipple <laughs> oh, well at least your brother's like that's like i deal with some craziness but people like it's mainly like inside jokes on the podcast i can't imagine like you're professionally trying to be good looking on it's so like like the guy like, <laughs> like i can't imagine the comments you get the comments in the dms must just be well Tasha's yeah luckily terrible. it's like it all goes to the um like other inbox yeah so i can like choose when i want to look which is not very often but for yeah. you lee because you now you produce and co-host um the church of what's happening now joey yes, diaz's podcast which joey diaz you know for our listeners who some of you know some listeners aren't really don't aren't aren't in the comedy world that we're in how dare you i know right like what are you guys doing but like joey's probably you know in a lot of high up circles considered one of the funniest comedians alive you know what i mean like easy one of the funniest but also like natural storytellers and like super honest like this you know depraved kind of like vile humor but not in like a for the sake of being vile just like some of his situations i feel like he's been in are just like it's amazing listening to it how open and honest people can be you know what i mean it's like it's like liberating were you now when when you got started with him were you just shocked by that like because you're still shocked by a lot of what he says (laughs) yeah (laughs) because you're from you're from outside boston right yeah yeah like new england you there's that kind of guilt of just like that puritan upbringing where you know you just kind of purse your lips and don't say what you really mean do you know what i mean yeah and i just kind of grew up i mean i grew up it's called sudbury it's near you're from where are you from Uh, uh, newport rhode island okay i mean yeah it's the same probably the same thing it's just like it's not even that i was ashamed of it but it's like i didn't really grew up like like the kids i grew up with are the kids who wear like the khakis with like the pink polos like, <laughs> i feel like, like that's your people i yeah. feel like that was you i, oh, feel, I mean, feel like when i see high school pictures of you you're wearing like we're a from pink polo probably not 40 miles away it's all collar. yeah pretty, yeah pretty much i was just a dork so i didn't do that stuff but yeah it's just it, like it and i'm sure kids were doing it but the, the worst i heard about was like drinking and weed i don't know anybody who's doing like coke like, well, I'm even, sure there was. Even but. sex was like, I didn't know, there weren't many stories of people fucking in high school, which is crazy because people are fucking in high school. But like, I, yeah. I didn't, I was so far removed. I wasn't even like, wait till marriage. I was just, I, the, by the time I got around to thinking I should be getting laid, it takes guys years from that point to get laid just because like, then you got to do the work of like figuring out how to even do it. I didn't lose my virginity to college. I was yeah. 20. Me too. Well, yeah. I, was, I was a sophomore in college. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, mean, could could you even imagine? This is something Tasha just will never understand. Women women can always talk about how like you'll never know what it's like to be a woman. You'll never know what it's like for a guy to to have sex and and think, wow, somebody thinks they should be having sex with me right now. It's like a common feeling. I think all. Well, men look at have. you. You're a beautiful man. I'm sure you, you. I'm sure you threw them away. I was so surprised. <laughs> I, I had a, that someone agreed to have sex with me. Yeah, it's a thing. It's like you don't until you start having sex. It's just something you're like you just don't even think. It's because it's such like a. 
it ta- it's like because in high school there's always an older guy there's always women with the older guy there's always that older guy and that's what I've been waiting for <laughs> I've, been, I've been waiting to be like the older guy with like the, but, ah, but you must I, I just get turned like, 30 like I can't I, like what's too young like you guys have been together for a while so it doesn't really apply to you but like to you half your age plus seven so 23 <sighs> Look at that. Mask yeah, I think I think that's about or twenty-two. Right. That makes you twenty. You can do. You can yeah. fuck a twenty-two-year-old. Because like me? I'm on. I've been single for about a year and a half, and I got into all the apps and stuff. Well, this is exciting. Like Eighteen-year-old. Oh, I can't. I can't. You but like, who made up half your age plus seven? I've never heard of that in my entire oh, life. Are you is kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. You take a fifty-year-old, they can go thirty-two. I mean, it actually makes. But then if you have a twenty-year-old, you can't go. Well, seventeen-year-old. That kind of even makes sense. In a lot of circumstances, a 20-year-old can legally have sex with someone over 16. I don't want to get into the whole thing. Every state's, Why is every state different? You know there's people that literally have, have been charged with rape in one state and in another state it's not. You know what I mean? If it's the like, fuck's the matter? If you have to look up that, the laws, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, like it's if a little it's, too young. Yeah. But it's, but it's weird because especially around here. Like I actually, I went, I went and got headshots taken and I went to go get dinner after. And like I'm, I'm very shy around girls, but I the the server and I were kind of like chatting, and I was like, okay, I'm newly single, let's ask her out. And I went, hey, how old are you? She was 14. It was her dad's restaurant. Oh my I was God. like, I gotta leave. Like, like I, I like, luckily I just said, hey, how old are you? And like a girl, like I'm shy. I mean, but that's I'm, fair for you not to know. I mean, girls are losing or you're getting their period at 11. There's hormones in the beef. A chick can have tits. <laughs> a chick can have 25 year old tits. This is not a bit I'm working on. And be 15. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's fucking insane. We live next to a high school and a middle school. It's fucking insane what runs by here. Let's not pretend like those are tits. You know what I mean? Do what? I yeah. have tacos in my No, name? you're good. You're all right. I just had this feeling. Like Wait, Tasha, you probably were hit on. Like, I mean, it, it, is, yeah, it must suck that you're getting sexualized at such a young... When did your ass come in? You know what I mean? Because that comes before tits in a lot of cases, right? Yeah, You probably definitely. had an ass at like 11. My tits were late. My tits were but late. But when did your ass come? When did guys start checking you out? Like adults start checking you out? Um, I mean, definitely in high school. I feel like in middle school, I still looked kind of like gangly and not quite put together just right yet. But, but uh, it's still like a weird thing because no no, uh, no wi- adult women are checking out some dude with an Adam's out. You know, some gangly looking like 12-year-old. It's a lot like, more obvious with a guy. I it's think. so much more obvious. Maybe not now. Maybe not. Maybe maybe there's some high school Don't kids. get me wrong. There's high school guys that can like have a growth spurt and look older than they are, but there's all... But like the fucking chicks that... But I feel like facial hair is part of a thing. Like even guys that are like... So, like you, High schoolers still look baby face. High school guys still look baby face because they don't have like any facial hair or beards. Right. And it's just so hard. So how did you get... How did you get laid for the first time? How did that, how'd you set that one up? Oh, it was just a girl that I, I had been... It was. I've been online dating since before the apps. I would like. I would meet people on Craigslist because I've been. I was. I'm really? fuck yeah. I'm like I. I like the, the stuff with Joey really helped me come out of my shell. Like before then, I was super shy. Like I. I still like. I think it was been like one girl that I actually went up to at a bar. I was like, hey, like, like that. That gives me anxiety. I don't like that stuff. So Dude, like, you, yeah, your story is like literally could be like a rom com or you know what I mean. Like oh, this, yeah. like dude, like dude gets comes out of his shell by by working with one of the the dirtiest comedians out there you know what i mean like that must have been huge just to like liberate yourself uh yeah i mean i didn't really do it on purpose but like <laughs> getting high on the internet for a living kind of just now did you ever you. did you ever get high before you started working very there? very 
sparingly. If Tasha has five milligrams, she's well. She's also done. like seventy-eight pounds. <laughs> she's done five milligrams. Thanks, I appreciate I'm, that well, so I'm much. Just, I'm just setting this up for the non-weed edible people for what they know. Like you know, we we just traveled across the country. Flight five milligrams. I'm good. What really five milligrams gets you? Gets you well, high? I had a problem once where I had, where I drank in the airport and I got the spins the whole flight. Yeah, with five. He with, was green. Although I didn't know he was literally. I've been there. green. But how many? What's the most you've had on air? Because I've heard numbers, but I need to know. Yeah, this is. Gonna, <laughs> I only did this once, and it was with an edible that we had, like we'd had a lot of. So this, I couldn't do this again. But the most I've done is three thousand. What? <laughs> I love that. I love when I tell people that. Yeah, three thousand. Yeah. But honestly, like I'm, I would not be okay. Your body kind of turns it off. Like, okay. I've been higher on like a thousand. The even a thousand is like insane for me to I think that, about. I, I do two and a half. But to show How the do do to show the significance of this, I eat a half a chocolate. You could you know wow. they come in squares. You could argue oh, wow. that that like Rogan's the most influential podcaster of all time. You know, it's just I mean, it's probably not even an argument. He's you know he's the Oprah of podcasting, right? And I just remember listening to him laughing. They were laughing their ass off watching a video of you. Oh, lean outer space. That's Sleep. a very upsetting. What, what's it? What's it called? Lee side in outer space. That's a very. And it's my just, mom's seen that. That's not a great video. And it's just <laughs> Lee. It's just a video of him just leaving his soul just leaving his body <laughs> that was a what lot. did your mom think of that she's not too happy about it no <laughs> but she i mean and that, that's why i started comedy is i really don't have any other options have you ever done acid <laughs> like lsd or yeah ass, i've done i've done acid i've done mushrooms and how uh, does the experience compare to three thousand milligrams acids more acids well i've had light acid and then sometimes like Edibles can be more, but acid and mushrooms are kind of intense. Yeah. Like you kind of just feel like you're like out of control. A little bit. It's, have you done it? I've done mushrooms. I've never done acid, but recently I was thinking that I would really like to try it. I would like to try it before I get too old. I don't want to be anywhere near. She needs to be locked up like in a zoo. Well, no, I need like a, what are they called? A guide? What are your guides? A shaman? Yes. I need a shaman. Lee. Tasha's shaman. Tasha's. I need a coach. I'm one of those people that just like is highly coachable. She's very, she gets a lot of anxiety. So when she gets high, she like, she like puts all of her energy into the anxiety of that high. Like we got really high once and she tried fixing me. Like she was so high, but she tried giving me like honey. No, because I knew you were going to be useless. But she was also spraying like these chemicals on me. Okay. Well, there was a lot going on. His roommate had scabies. That's kind of gross. Yes. And so but I he was lived in a garage. He lived in a different doesn't part of matter. The house. He sits on your couch. He goes in your bed. So like you have to spray the couch with this stuff called permethrin, which Gilbert, like- who produces the Tiger uh, Bobby Lee's <laughs> podcast. I don't know if you've been over there. Oh yeah, anyway. I haven't yet. No. You see him to ask him how his scabies are doing. Why did he have but, scabies? But, well, because he lived in a garage. Up? Who cares? Oh, fuck yeah. him. He didn't wish me a happy birthday. Gilbert, are you listening? <laughs> the fuck's going on? I will Get find together, you. Gilbert. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> um and uh and so she had this yeah, it's like it's like stuff you're supposed to spray on your clothes when you go hiking. And she was spraying, spraying up my bare skin. And I'm like laughing. Well, but I told you high. to get out of the way and you were too high to move. So I just had there. to spray over you. So I'm not trying to deal with like her on any other drugs. And, and that can be a lot. I mean, it, I want to have fun. that like mind opening experience that, that everyone happens. talks about. It's going up. Once you get over the, the top, it's actually a lot of fun. But like it's, it feels like you're almost like on a roller coaster going up. And like the anticipation is like a scary. Um. Yeah, a little bit. It's 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 just new. Like, I if you look at your phone, like on your keyboard, that's how I know I'm like the acid's kicking in because like the letters fly away. 
<laughs> Whoa. Which is pretty cool. But um, I, I, I think I prefer acid over mushroom. I don't like eating mushrooms. They taste like shit. I don't. We, yeah, we'd and they're have just to go unpredictable. Like your dosage is unpredictable. But yeah, so can acid can be the same way because if it's on paper, you don't know how much they actually got on that piece of paper. And if it's liquid, which I've had, then you don't know how like how much you're actually getting. It's all. I mean, obviously, be over twenty one, and you should probably be like close to thirty. <laughs> my roommate in college, I won't say his name. Senior year. Well, I shouldn't have said what year. My roommate in college. Uh, dropped acid and then our next door neighbor was the chief of police and oh, he ended up fucking the next door neighbor's daughter who on was acid? 18 in high school yeah so he was on acid and the girl and the and, and we had a party and literally this is like the shit I me mean, is legal but like this guy could have fucked your, our lives up you know what i mean like my roommate was like growing weed in the farms and and like had like harvesting Jesus. pounds of weed because he had a, you know it's rhode island the farms inland are just like they just fucking grow weed it's, it's a weed it grows easy and he would like tug at it there were horticultures they would tug at it to like distress the roots which caused more nutrients to go to the buds i mean these dudes were fucking on top of their shit but anyway we're having a party and the door knocks in a next in the next door neighbor comes over because i guess if you're an 18 year old female and you hear a party you can just walk in and join that party My like party. i wouldn't have had the balls to walk into a dude's party. you know what i mean yeah no i would never do that you don't do that that's the thing but that's like when well, you know, a female that's a female privilege everyone's got different privileges a female privilege is you get to walk into a party and fuck the guy who owns or rents the house of the party that's what you get to do we don't get to walk into parties and fuck the guy just what we always wanted but imagine that <laughs> no bodily autonomy but imagine we can- that yeah we, what can you do it's a winner lose but imagine dropping acid and then the and then the teen neighbor comes over and fucks you what yeah, kind I don't of trip know if I'd is wanna, that i don't know if i'd want to have sex on acid no. that's some crazy shit anyway so i love that a lot of comics talk about like their dark their low moment like they got into comedy because uh, you know like for me i got fired from like my job and i had nothing better to do and yours it's like you just did drugs on camera like you can't be googled for any corporate jobs. no no it's over. <laughs> I, can't, I can't run for any political office it's how did you even get involved in the podcasting game because i want to talk about what your ventures are but like like did you just stumble into this or were you, yeah in college no. were you studying film yeah i went to uh emerson like half the town in here um and i moved out here to work on tv and i worked on a few cool tv shows and but i um they kept me on for the summer which is nice because a lot of shows go on hiatus and I was, had nothing to do. And one of the guys I was working with told me about Rogan's podcast and I heard about Joe and I've loved stand up for my whole life. Like I've, 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 oh, I've always loved it. So I, I wrote to Joey on Facebook and I said, I want to work for a comedian, but I don't want to come off as creepy. Do you have any <laughs> ideas? And we messaged and yeah, it's been like seven and a half years. That's amazing. Wow. Eight hey, years. Yeah. What, a, what an incredible sort of mentor for you to have because crazy, yeah. it's wild now. Okay. So you begin, I mean, were you intimidated because he might be the most intimidating comedian, uh, in the world i mean he seems like a, such a nice guy but also like when you hear his stories it's like you don't want to fuck with this guy like i mean i'm not gonna fuck with any that's not my person i'm not uh but I, like, I was i was nervous the first couple times we met um but he was he, he was very he's always been nice like uh, the first time i went over to his house i showed him how to post a picture on twitter <laughs> and he called me an unadulterated genius and i was like oh that's fun, that's fun. <laughs> um no because it's good it's good we like to point out ways that people are sort of like self-actualizing their life and and that's a way where like you literally reached out to some comedy pros asking for like help and being pointed in the right direction and i feel like a lot of people that listen that want to get their life in a new direction or do things that are not traditional it's like sometimes you got to you got to 
jump over that brick wall and like and like make moves and it, that's a huge move that you made like he, he's never gonna find you right that's true and i got i got like it, the it's i got lucky in a couple ways because a lot of bigger comics will have their person already so he didn't have anybody um but then i also got lucky because like a lot of people in la don't want to pay for this sort of stuff like at most they'll pay like 20 bucks and it's a joke that I, I've, I've, not even a joke, but something I've told him, which could come off as mean, but he likes it, is I've done stuff in my, like, my most um, consistent client, and, like, the guy who works the hardest in L.A. has been a, a former felon who kidnapped somebody with a machine gun. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's pretty crazy, but, like, he, like, we've, we've kept it, but we haven't missed a week podcast, we've done it. It'll be seven years in September. Wild. Um, yeah, I couldn't so imagine like six or seven years ago where he was at because he's, I mean, as a working comic, and again, I'm sorry, I don't want to make this about no, him, but it's, it's you fine. know, by you being kind of attached to him, it's, uh, you must have, you must, you have the chance to learn so much as a new stand-up comedian. Oh yeah, I feel seeing, like I've been auditing for seven years. Yeah. And then you just come you, in and- You're about to have your master's degree, right? I wish, I wish. <laughs> I like, sometimes I get upset because like, I've loved comedy. Um, and people would always ask if I was going to do it. And I just never thought I was that kind of funny. Um, so I only started about a year and a half ago. Um, but I feel like because I've, I've got, I've been lucky. I've gone to a ton of his shows. I've gone to the store a lot. Like I, I, I see how you write a little bit and I, I've been able to see some cool shows. So I feel like I'm a l- it's better that I waited. Like I, I don't think I would have been, uh, ready like because like sometimes i'm like oh if i had started seven years ago i'd be featuring on the road now or something but i uh i try to like i, I don't think i would have had the perspective or would have been as funny back then so yeah it's so different so it's much so, by listening and watching it's so different now like like a lot of people say that you gotta get on the road as fast as you can and then but so much hack shit works on the road like you might be doing chuckle hut in indiana and like They'll laugh at like premises before you even go to like you know what I mean, and it's, right. it doesn't mean you're not you're not good. It's just like that no, it does. It's well, <laughs> but it's like you, like there, there, you might be a you might be a great comic, but like then there's so many road comics that are afraid to work in town here that live in L.A. It's it's incredible how many comics that like have done big name shit are afraid to work in the cities because it's so cutthroat and like to start in L.A. Because I started in New York, but I was only there briefly oh, wow. before okay. L.A. So like it's not one or like they're both kind of shit towns to start in because a lot of eyes are on you. But like you right. you've got eyes on you from podcast listeners, but also some of the biggest names in the world who do stand-up that are like you know they're probably rooting you on but that must it's not i mean it's good and bad like that's why i try to like, I, I really try to do like last year i did and a lot of it was at the fourth wall but i did like 460 spots last year wow because i've been lucky enough to do some cool shows that a one-year comic shouldn't be getting um but I, like like one of the first shows i did was a booked mic in hollywood and I put it on Instagram, and two people came down, and they were real happy to see me when I when the, before the show, and I, it didn't go that well. And after the show, they kind of like didn't even look at me. So oh, like I, no. um, <laughs> I'm very careful about what I promote, and then I also you have to be. I want to do well because I don't want people to be like, oh, and I'm sure people do. I don't. People talk regardless, but I don't. I I, I try to 
avoid people saying, oh, he's only getting this because of Joey. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. That's and like everyone a- gets everything because of help from other people. So it's like, right. you, you're, you're in the end, you have to deliver on stage. So no amount of help is going to get an audience to laugh. It's right. it's not going to help you at all. But it's also good. Like, we've talked about the fourth wall a bunch. It's just because I only started going there uh, like 10 months ago. So I met you like uh, like when I first started going to the fourth wall. But oh, like, wow, yeah. I feel like a- almost every podcast guest, at least the male podcast guest, we've had a string of female podcast guests. That are, I don't know why, but like, I'll never be accused of it was women's supporting oh my gosh we've had them all everyone anyway uh which is fine but you know every every dude that i've had on the podcast has been fourth wall like dat fan and it's just a whole bunch of guys like it's a whole community i didn't know existed and i lived right here and now we do the show the mimosa show at the hollywood fourth wall is that close to here it's it's like a mile western oh that's cool okay i did a i did a nine minute um lime scooter ride from here to fourth wall which was amazing i just got on beverly i'd kill myself if i got on one of those like bro it's they're fun have you ever been on one no i was afraid too and i tried one and it was really fun it goes super fast though but you can you don't have to go you see a pothole coming up and you're fucking going 25 miles an hour on this little does it really go that fast you can go 15 flat but if you're going downhill it'll some of them don't have limiters so you can go like fat yeah you're going no but i got i got to fourth wall nine minutes later it cost me two dollars and That's i was it? so it's oh, a dollar to unlock i'm doing sales here for lime scooters <laughs> sponsored but, by lime scooters and then you can just dr- drop them somewhere i had that i put like a good rock station on my headphones and i was just fucking jamming you out you probably shouldn't have headphones on though so that you can like listen for a traffic Listen, sound that's the way you go on the street or the sidewalk fucking street good but on the way you're, back technically i think you're not allowed to ride on the sidewalk which is so like la needs to get over itself no one walks in la yeah. anyway so just give the sidewalks to bikers and scooters yeah, well, I, i'm gonna get a bike i'm getting a bike pretty soon but I, i'm not gonna ride on the street no, I don't I know mean, about you. It's so dangerous. I grew up. I rode on the sidewalk. I almost never rode on the street. Yeah, yeah. I would ride just... on the street until there was sidewalk. Yeah. yeah. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here, I, I, so I took Beverly the whole way, but then on the way back, I was like, "Look, what?" Because Beverly would make sense. Um, this is so uh, inside LA, but like it's a main road, so like it makes sense in a car. But I was like, I could have just gone one street over and been on a perfectly good side street. It, like my bike's still go, my scooter's still going only fifteen miles an hour. So on the way back, I kind of like zigzagged and like did it. It was way more Smart. safe. Yeah. You know, because that way you can blow and a stop sign. You're just like breathing in all that exhaust. It's so gross. I rode a bike in LA exactly one time and never did it again. And I'm still mad at Dad. At uh, Dave for throwing out my bike for selling it at a yard sale, Tough but shit. it was like I was huffing and puffing, and it was w- way more challenging than like I've expected it to be. LA feels flat, but it's not super flat. Oh, uh, the only reason I'm getting a bike is there's a bike path in the valley, like on Chandler, like that cuts. So it's through. safe. It's away from the yeah. Traffic. I'm not. But what if someone steals your shit? I've had bike. My, my bike in Boston was beat to shit. So even though it was locked up, homeless guys still try to rip off the tires and add a wobbly really? roadster. Luckily, I'm, my my building is uh, enclosed. So I'm just okay, gonna bring good. up the stairs. Yeah. Now here's the one thing I miss about being single is uh, we didn't have this technology when I was single. But I couldn't imagine the morning after getting laid taking a bird scooter home <laughs> with your fucking hair whipping in the wind i saw a picture of you with a long hair by the way yeah That's, you missed those that days was glorious why that, did you get rid of it oh man i couldn't I, I couldn't do anything with it i was just so typecast really yeah like i couldn't oh, i wasn't and i wasn't a surfer but i looked like i look i looked like a generic version of everything not a drug dealer not this not that and the final breaking point was i went to an audition and it was for a 1970s mechanic and i was like got long hair i can do this 
everyone there looked like a greasy 1970s mechanic and i just looked like some watered down dude with long hair and i was like i can't do this oh anymore. that's crazy okay so so I short, do you miss it well the second i got short hair we like booked a gig together and like it's i'm, I'm more uh, i i could go long again but but, but like, you feel like your personality like your inside is a short-haired person I like the long hair. I do. I liked it to an extent, but it went way. I was just long. looking back at our wedding photos with your man bun. You guys are married. Cute look. No, but we have so many wedding photo shoots oh, okay. that we've done. Bro, fucking <laughs> these weddings, man. We're talking about it, man. We're going to fucking Jamaica or someplace. We're getting the fuck Not out Jamaica, of town. Jamaica, but these people with their weddings, man. Have you even? But you were in a long-term relationship. Have yeah, you guys considered yeah. marriage at all? Yeah, yeah. We talked about it. All right. So walk me through this because when I met you, I feel like you just broke up, which is such a liberating thing for you. Yeah. There. I talked about it i was when i started at the fourth wall was like trying to like talk on stage about breaking up yeah. and then we broke up in january of last year so oh you wait you started talking about breaking up before you actually broke up yeah you, you were like wait, workshopping your breakup pretty much by <laughs> yourself just at mike's or were you talking to her about it too? no 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 oh, okay. just just by myself she didn't she we, we we went through like a month where like i i was terrible like we i still she's a great person i still like her um she kind of, re- she didn't, re- she has a new boyfriend that's basically just a taller version of me, but kind of boring. Um, <laughs> if you hear this, that's what I think. <laughs> but uh, she, she wanted to get married. I was, I had just started the stand up thing. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and there were a couple other things, but mainly it was just like, I'm not ready to get married. And we could have stayed together for a couple more years. But if I, if I didn't see myself getting married, like what's the don't point? Don't waste like, her time. Yeah. It's still fascinating to me because I I don't think like if Tasha really wanted to get married and I was like, I don't know. And again, don't read into this, Tasha. But like I'm definitely I, gonna read it. Pretty sure no, Dave's no. gonna move in with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a fucking nice place. I like if we're like my like shitter get off the pot thing, I'm just way too laid back to be like shitter get off the pot. I'm like like if you want like if if a marriage is a if a wedding's really important to you, then I'm like, okay, I love you enough. Like, this sounds horrible saying, you know what I mean? But, like, it's just, like, we've already lived together and do all these things, so it's fine. But, like, because the guy doesn't get much out of a wedding, is my point. Or a marriage. Well, I, we I would argue that women don't get much out of it either. Like, literally, weddings are, are sort of, like, just a traditional thing that gets you, like, a little bit of a tax break. Yeah, but women and, like, get if the, you get hit by a car, then you can come visit me but, in the hospital. But, like, let's, right. face, let's face it. Women... Like, that's literally the only women, reason people get married. Like, the, the big trope and the thing that a lot of people... You don't even have about, health insurance. Fuck, who knows? Boy, Jesus I would get married Christ. For health insurance in a second, right? I got oh, yeah. web, I barely have WebMD, <laughs> uh, but like, but like, yeah, men uh, are guilty in the past of like not committing, and then they and then they'll just dump the girlfriend and get a younger girlfriend. That's kind of the thing, right? And the woman doesn't want to invest time with a guy, and then he gets another thing. You want to lock your guy down. That's kind of like how it is. Don't look at me like she's looking at me like I'm sure, not. But this but is just kind of like a stereotype. But my point is, is that I love you and I want to be with you. So like, why I don't I don't I'm like an in the moment guy. Like even my that's a, you know the downfall of this podcast or the, in my career is that I'm not looking five years ahead. I'm just like, well, let me just do what I can do this week. And that's how I am with the relationship. Is the relationship happy this week? I'm not looking too far down the line, but I but like i know that's a thing that you want you want to look for down the line so i'm like all right i gotta start wondering about where we're going we're on the same page where we're not like looking at kids anytime soon you know what i mean like so like it's nothing big's gonna change but like i want her to feel like she's got secure in the relationship yeah, not because i know how i feel but that that ring and a lot of that bullshit to a guy is like important because it says like my guy's not stringing me, along. Stringing yeah. me yeah. along there's that but that i mean you guys are also kind of in a similar field like my ex was a lawyer so she oh, wow she had a nine yeah 
well I was gonna say I fucked up. I kind I did, but she also she was a nice she's a nice person, so she she wants to be like a DA. She's not like the four hundred thousand dollar a year yeah. lawyer. Um, but she would leave every day at seven thirty or eight and get home at six and want to just chill. And that's when I'm leaving. Going out to my very ex. tough. So yeah. like it's if you have a similar career, I feel like it might be a little bit easier. At least you understand. Mm-hmm. You're like this is what he has to do. You need to date a waitress. Okay. Like, I wish Tasha's job was at night. Cause I, but you're right, where she's not like married to this nine to five hour or whatever. There, you know, she still works a lot during the daytime. And then at night, I'm like, ah, fuck. Like, if I knew Tasha was, like, the other night I came home and Tasha wasn't here. And I was like, what the fuck, babe? Like, let me know if you're not going to be here. I would have gone and done a mic. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I would have used that time. Five minutes away. No, no, no. But that's, but, and again, it wasn't about you. It's just like, let me know if you're not going to be here at night because I will go support a show and do all this laundry list of things that like sometimes in a relationship you just don't get to do. Like comics in a relationship, you got to choose if you want to go support your buddy at Sycamore Lounge. You know what I mean? It's just like, it might be worth it to go, but it might be worth it to do date night because. Right. And I just didn't want to have, like, I didn't want to be like, okay, I'll do one open mic and then I'll go home like. So a lot of times people are like, oh, let's go try this one out. Or last minute you get asked to do a show. And I don't, I don't want to have, I didn't want to have to feel bad. Like, oh, we're supposed to go sort get of letting dinner her watch down or feeling yeah. like you're missing out on like yeah. your bonding time. Right. Yeah. Now, how is it being like a single guy doing comedy? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, the comedy has been great. Um, I'm not really good at online dating. But you got like, what, like what's your, do you, have, do you Tinder or like, what do you do? Very little. I mean, I do. They don't really like short guys, short chubby guys. So I, I haven't had a great year. I, I mean, short, I, short chubby women probably get laid every second of the day. Well, they do, but they like tall guys. Yeah, but that, my point is, is that w- what women don't understand is They're how trying to make average sized babies. I know, that's <laughs> what I, but I, it's true. I, I women need, are the worst when it comes to like, like I think what I mean, what's worse, being short? It, ha- height has to be the biggest. Listen, like I think that all of those disqualifiers are just like, uh, and I guess I don't speak for everyone, but I feel like those are sort of like soft. It's more like wish list. No, you're so I, full of listen, shit. Listen, you you're ne- not tall. You're like average height. I would kill someone to be his height. <laughs> I would. I would kill. I would kill. I would kill I'm you to be his height. Team Lee, he would beat you with that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Every guy's been literally pushed aside for a taller guy. My I'm buddy Joel, six foot like, three, the pussy that he got that literally walked by me like, hey, how's it going? And it would walk right by me to his door. <laughs> and I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> six three. Six three, tall, big chest. And he, and he, he would hug, when he met someone, he would hug them. And I was like, they're touching your body. You're about I'm just to fuck saying, them. not all of those chicks get to marry Joel. Right. And it's one weird. Guy, one girl's going to marry Joel. And then those 20 other chicks. <laughs> get to settle for Lee. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. No, well, they go, they go to you be, and then they go to me. They're <laughs> going to realize, they're going to give you a chance and they're going to realize that, oh, he has other qualities that make up oh, yeah, for I'm him not being 6'3". I'm definitely a long game guy. All I'm saying is men don't look at a girl and go, she's five foot tall. I, no. I love it. I Actually, my ex was around my height, but a lot of the girls other than that have been tall. Like, like for me, tall, like 5'10", five, 5'9". Like, it just sort of happens. Like, maybe they, because there's not, like, really, like, a lot of, like, they're tall for girls. Yeah. So, like, maybe some guys are like, oh, they're too tall. 
So like that's what I've kind of met. I've kind of but, hooked up with a lot. But look, so like 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 I, I talk about power, and 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 again, this is the biggest. If if you want to piss off women, you just say that they're attracted to power. But power, like look at it in a video game, right? If you're playing Madden, you can't be fast, tall. You can't be all of the things. You got to be a few different things. So like women are attracted to power, whether it's a guy's wealth or his like status in society, or power and the fact that he can kill somebody in the wild because he's a tall Norwegian guy. Like there's different types of power that women are attracted to. My curse is like right now is financially. Like, what do I have to, you know what I mean? Like I'm the fucking, I got to do a lot of dishes, Lee. You know what I mean? I got to clean up right. around the house cause I'm not bringing in. You could do them on your abs. Like, <laughs> no, I can't trust <laughs> you. No, I'm not this birthday belly. But like, but like Lee, when you're out there doing your comedy central half hour, you'll be dating a five foot 10 model. You know nice. what I mean? Like I'm just, and it's not because she's shallow. It's because you're because you'll be on a on a on a stage where like the women that are attracted that don't care about the the physical stuff will be like that guy's funny. He's got a good place in society. Well, and like you say, power, but it's also confidence. It's also like yeah, just being like so secure with but yourself that you're just power. like jamming. I don't know about you, Dave. I mean, did you? How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, seven years. Stand-up. Okay, so before Tasha, like. For me, when I, and when I talk to girls now, I just pretend I'm on stage. Yeah. I don't believe almost anything I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a very confident person, but like I've learned to like just kind of like pretend like I'm doing a but bit. But that's on stage. fake it till you make it. We were just talking about that with Liz, right? Yeah. About like, well, Is and Liz we weren't talking about this. <laughs> She's gay, so she, and no. <laughs> but like, there's science Liz that Glazer, proves you know her, right? if you stick a pencil in your mouth. It can make you happier because it like upturns the corners of your mouth. Okay. And the simple act of smiling when you're in a bad mood can put you in a better mood. And that's, that's some of the idea for me of like fake it till you make it is like you just keep slinging like these sort of like confident jokes. Right. And eventually that becomes like your go like your go to in your everyday and your brain just moves that way. That's true. But I'm also like I, I have a, I've had a lot of like friends who are girls because I don't know I I don't I don't like doing being like the whole like jerk like I've n- I've never been good at that so like I kind of get pigeonholed as a friend a lot. Which you don't is like fine. cross that line. No, I try to, but <laughs> but at, like, at Dude, a certain it's tough man. at a certain point, if you've been friends for too long, it's not going to work. Yeah, um, you got a quick. There's like literally a quick moment where you've got to go. No, no, no. That's not how I, and you'll lose, you'll lose friends for sure. But yeah. like also like friend zone is not something you walk into. Like if a girl decides that she wants to be friends, like she's going to find her friends. And if you fit those categories, you fit the category, you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know, like we, like we were friends before we started dating and it took some recalibration, but that's what it's all about. So you have to calibrate the world you want to live in and you might repel people, but like you, you want to be the charismatic guy who like walks into a bar laughing. And it's like, well, what if you didn't say something funny? Well, fucking say something funny with your guys when you walk into a bar, because trust me, a, a couple guys walking into a bar laughing is going to look better than, than the chode. Who's like, you know, trying to like mean mug it, you know what I mean? Right. Mugging's what not our chode? game. Chode's a guy who is, is a dick. That's like fatter than it is tall. Uh, I think that's a technical term. Yeah. <laughs> right. Is it, that's jerk. a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, you know, chode. I don't know. Okay. I just haven't thought of that word in years, but <laughs> it came out of your mouth. <laughs> so funny is that Tasha doesn't understand like bro terms. Not not that that's a bro term, but it's it's funny that we've dated for half a decade and you'd never heard me say chode before. But the, you know what the point is? Like a dude who's just mean mugging. Like you got to be Abercrombie. Somebody level. who's like so cool walking in. Yeah, and like, like that seventh grade dance shit where you just stand on the wall. Oh, it's terrible. Cool. Like trust me, I was the cool looking kid. Cool looking kid doesn't get you shit. 
I was a virgin as the cool looking kid. And then you start to like have a little like, just have fun with people around you and be in situations where you might meet. You know what I mean? It's complicated. Like you can't, like I always tell my buddies, like when you're single, like we're not, we can't go to the bar and sit at the booth. That's yeah. not, no one's, no, no one's walking up to you sitting at the booth. Like you got to get out there and like seize the day. See, I don't, I'm not really good at that. Like I went to a, a party like a couple weeks ago. Oh, and I, I think we lasted like six minutes at the party. It was, I'm not, I don't like, I don't like large groups of people. Like I don't like people touching me. Being surrounded. I know I'm sort of the same way. But I'm the always like on the do. outside of the party, like against the wall. Yeah. If you that's can carve my, out like, space, that's like some space, but not, you know, there still has to be foot traffic going by you. Right. So whether you're, you're standing wherever you are, you have to like, I like, like well, I was, when I was single, I, I was supposed to meet some friends at the bar and, and they were fucking an hour late. And like I was like, oh, I'm not gonna wait in my car because I might have done that. And I was like, I'm gonna go to the bar. Oh, that would have so been me. There yeah. was this, there was someone here and like someone over there. And I'm like, I'm gonna stand not in the center of the other two people, but lean to one side, leaving a pocket for somebody to stand next to me to order drinks. And then what do you say? And then somebody walked Hi. up next to me and they, I, they were speaking in an accent, and I just started like asking them what they're you know what i mean like that's when you crowd work it. You have to all you need to do is set yourself up in an opportunity to crowd work it. Like that, that's a good point. Like I was at Ralph's last night <laughs> and I literally saw it was the m- most baller thing I've ever seen. I was walking in, this guy was walking out and this girl was walking in and this guy was like, just started talking to her. I was like, Hey, how old are you? Like blah, blah, blah. How old are you? Take my number. And she did. I was like, Oh shit. Like just the fact like I would never have the balls be like, take my number. Yeah. And that's probably a low God success damn. rate because I feel like women hate being approached at like, gyms and, and produce all, but like it's some somebody's getting laid from that and it's not necessarily it's not cat calling you're just you're and putting even yourself if like 90 percent of those girls never call that number somebody does yeah but otherwise what, people wouldn't keep doing it what happens true. with stand-up is you get to do your stand-up and then afterwards a woman can decide if she wants to compliment you or not right and that's your in and you should you should you should assume 100 of the time if somebody's complimenting you after a set they at least are interested in a conversation to see where it could go see the only problem with with me at least for stand-up is it with joey 95 percent of the girls are there oh, with guys the, oh true or they're co- i'm sure you, you have a lot of female comics that are like want to be that want to be friends for you know i mean who doesn't want to be friends when it's it's all about networking yeah well i'm i have I, it's not that i've had the a chance but uh, I, I I have I'm trying to avoid hooking up with comics. Oh yeah, like I I don't really want I don't really want to have that issue. Have you hooked up with any yet? You gotta go. There's this one. one girl who doesn't go to the fourth wall. Who's kind of crazy. Who I met on OK Cupid, but wants to be a comic. But oh boy, that's that a, that's a different yeah. terror story. But you start mentoring her. <laughs> no, no, she's she's a little bit insane. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, it's it's LA. We forget that it's it's like Los Angeles is just. I had to go to the DMV yeah. today. Oh boy! And it was I went to the Hollywood DMV. It was literally gang members with like ke- like teardrop tattoos, and then old ladies with plastic surgery. It was the most bizarre experience of my life going to the Hollywood DMV. But you you forget that like we live in a very kind of crazy town where everyone's kind of trying to do their own thing, and you're yeah. like you're like a target because like you're part of like a cool. You know, obviously, a, I sort a of feel like podcast. it's a genetic defect, like people that want to like leave their safe bet homes and cities and like go try and make it in Los Angeles. Oh, and yeah. we all have. So it's like a cesspool of all of these people <laughs> with this sort of like unrealistic. Lee, if I went to Tasha's hometown in Kentucky, 
the the chicks would be like so pumped to meet a guy who lives in L.A. But this, but I try to tell Tasha anything critical, and she wants to murder me. What are and you it, talking about? My point is that like you are like a runaway. You're like a runaway who's like, don't tell me what to do. And then and then what and then I'm dating. What does have to do with Los Angeles? Because you made it to L.A. because it was like the last place where no one has to tell you what to do. Like if you, the second you go home and your mom, like, you know, even like remotely tells you something to do, it's like, you know, the eyes are rolling. Oh, you know what I mean? It's all, my point is that I've got, I, like, we're all, we're all scarred in a, in a it way. It is hard to make, to, <laughs> just to make the choice. Like I, I had a panic attack, uh, not even, not a full one, but like a week after I graduated college, I just got in my car and I drove out here and I stopped in Connecticut and I pulled over because I literally had like my entire life. In my Packed car. in the back of your car. I had, I had no place to live out here. Luckily, I had a job. But I was like, what the fuck am I doing? That's crazy. Like, but then like... I love that you stopped 30 minutes from your home in Connecticut. Yeah. Like, like, right on the, and I called my mom. I was like, what's going on? And I, I, I just went. But it was like... It's part of challenging yourself, though. And there yeah. is something that's like really fulfilling about sort of challenging yourself and then meeting those expectations. Yeah. Like, that's a really cool and go, thing. And I going think. so far away from your home and your comf- comfortability that you can't possibly fail because, like, there's no safety net. It'd be like learning to swim by just drop, you know, j- jumping, jumping out in, the ocean. in the ocean mm-hmm. yeah. versus be- being on the shore. It's like, out here, it's like, when I lived in New York, I was like, oh, still a quick ride home. But out here, it's right. like, you better fucking figure out your community. You better get your, your personal, like, shit in order to where like get your job like the second you come out here and you don't have a paycheck or whatever it's gonna be lonely yeah you're gonna get eaten alive if you don't figure it out and it's uh, it's different because like i like i said like i'm i'm kind of i don't really want to hit on a girl at a bar and there's but there's a lot of guys who i grew up with who are fine doing that but they literally moved 20 minutes away from where we grew up and they they don't would they would never move out here yeah so just some some people are scared of different things, I guess. I want to do a show with Lee at a bar, and we're gonna Let's find some chicks. Let's do it. Let's go we're right now. We're gonna find now. some chicks, and they're gonna compliment Lee after the, oh. his set, and be like, "And some girls, I know exactly how it's gonna go." She, did that? Did that really happen to you? That thing you talking about? <laughs> and then Lee's gonna be like worried. He's like, "Is she really talking to me?" And I'm gonna be in the background, like, "Better fucking," you know what I mean? Let's do it. You, you, yeah. I'll just put you in my ear, like in the movies. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tell me what I'll to say. talk to all of her friends. I'll just hold off the army. I'll talk to all of the friends. I'll wingman the shit out of it. I can be a very supportive wingman because I'm, I'm not threatening because i'm not trying to get pussy so like my wingman ability i used to think when i was like when i in a really i was like oh man i'm gonna it's like no no i'm in the i'm in the driver's seat of like because then i get to hear the conversation afterwards like if you got like when when my buddies go get laid and then the next day i find out about it that's that's what guy friends living are for. vicariously i had to pick up my buddy ty in south boston right the gay part of town i he just he just came out of the closet he texted me one morning like bro i need a ride home i was like where are you he goes for uber yeah he goes yeah this is way before this is 10 years ago and he goes i'm there's a there's a rainbow flag out front come find me <laughs> <laughs> i get to south boston or like was it back bay either wherever it was it was like, was like eight thousand of them and it's just like a whole fucking rainbow city you know what i mean and then i found my buddy and he kind of walked out he's all disheveled this you know wrinkled shirt in this i'm like yeah you fucked last night good for you like it's a good i don't know it's a, yeah gay guys just they know what to do they know what to do god they bless them because our gay girls getting them are getting pussy all the time they must yeah be. No, they settle down faster oh, okay gay women move in with each no, other they just move into relationships right quickly away. but i think that they still are like very bold about approaching like approaching or being approached so then what's stopping straight people i don't know hang up guys are pretty bad guys are pretty bad at and i always say when it like i always say 
it's you're not normally getting rejected for who you are. You're being rejected on your approach. I'd like I'd like tap on someone's shoulder from behind. Their fucking fight or flight mechanism is immediately alarmed. Right. And yeah. I'm and to me I'm just like I'm just a guy. But to them I'm like potentially a, a murderer. Threat. Yeah. And like we forget that we need to like look. You know what I mean? Like there's so many ways men need to learn to disarm. But like we get this adrenaline because we're like I'm, I'm gonna go. Oh, and all your buddies are like go talk to okay, and you go, hey I'm Dave, and they're like whoa you fucking, and then you're like, and then their friends are like cutting, the, you know they're doing that throat thing where they're like oh no this guy's weird, and it's like yeah you were weird Dave, you got a little too excited. The one time like a, a month or two in, I did a show with with Joey at the store, and then, then then this girl started talking to me, but she wasn't even in. It just sort of happened. Like I thought she was in my show, so I was a little bit, I had a little bit of confidence. But then she wasn't. She was in a different room. But then some guys who knew me from the podcast were hammered and wouldn't stop talking to her for like they thought they were helping me, uh, but they were being creepy. They're like, so yeah, so that's an inadvertent cock plot. Yeah, right it was there. terrible. What, because they were like trying to help you get laid, but yeah, it was like, like they were putting too her, obvious. They, they were like trying to talk to her, like you should suck his dick, and I was like, oh, oh no, gonna, yeah, they were being aggressive. Oh, you know, and that's the thing, man. Like, like I feel like trying to get laid is it's kind of like comedy in the sense that if you try on stage to be funny, like really try, the audience is gonna sniff that out and be like, right. what a fucking hack. You just have to be that. And the thing that I mean, I, I obviously women like sex, but it's. It, the thing that I've learned in the past year and a half is, like, they, like, you, you like, I used to, like, kind of, like, beat around the bush a little bit and try to be, like, romantic or whatever. They, like, the, the most success I've had with women this year is when I, like, pretend like I don't really want sex, like, I'm not interested. Interesting. Or if I go just, like, hey, do you want to hook up? And then, like, like if if you kind of be, if you kind of like are trying to like date them or like be romantic, that kind of I don't know. I I haven't had success with that. Yeah, like I've had, I think I've, romance kind of prolongs whatever you already have. Right. Like, like I never gave Tasha flowers to hook up, but like once we started dating, I'm like, I just need to keep her happy. So with less enthusiasm. I never was like, "Will you fuck me?" Here, flowers. Like, no. I was like, "You got to be like something that's like a sort of a catch. You can't just be like like the hopeless romantic idea has really changed." Well, like, I think it's about you, like. Uh, the, you're in the beginning you're deciding whether this is going to be a hookup or a long-term relationship and i think the longer that you like wait and like put in the work on getting to know each other and making sure you're compatible and all of that stuff that sets you up for a successful relationship right. and so but like if you're just trying to get laid like then there's plenty of things you can do to do that but don't expect this to be like a long-term relationship that lasts that's true and i have to challenge yeah. tasha because she's never been told no in her life like you said the first step is wondering if it's a if it's a hookup or a long term first step for a guy is are we gonna hook up like like for you it's but deciding what, what you're gonna do with the guy for a guy it's like are you even gonna talk to me but here's yeah, the thing and this is what i told you on the hike today dick is not in short supply like girls can that's get true. dick anytime day or night any day of the week what is that like is that just amazing <laughs> imagine but having like, i mean like it, it'd be like being rich why would you even you wouldn't have to work like right. like if you can get dick all that i mean like i almost don't want that because like the 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 hunt that guys have is some of the most exhilarating bullshit. Oh, i hate it you, I, do you though but like when you succeed yeah. you're not like the next day like or you're not in oh, the middle I, of sex going i can't believe this is happening right now like that's i'm more of a relationship guy because that's for me it would, it would always be like the long game like i'm not the guy at the bar like we're just gonna go hook up like i'm the guy like that you work with 
that like I'll make you laugh. We we know each other for a few months. We go for drinks and then maybe it happens or like I'm like I'm the long game. Now I'm why like, do you think that is? Because I was shy. Or just no, I don't. Prefer, I would love to go bang a different chick every night. But, That'd but be you're awesome. saying like you're still. You know how it is. Like you kind of like you kind of have to like become the next version of yourself and you have to like like what's it called the molt molting i mean and i get and i get it because like i was so i remember like i i, I was such a nice guy i was everyone's friend and like sometimes like pussies even like th- uh, literally approaching you and you don't even know it oh that happened to me that's but, part of it. you don't even know it but the weird thing is like i feel like I, you kind of also have to know who you are like i like, like it, w- it would be great to have a different girl every night but I also, but is that I, I don't true like to bars. like your soul? Like it would. Your I mean, it is sexually, but like I don't like going to bars. I don't like for me. Like if I like a perfect like night for me would be like either get high or not. Fucking get some food. <laughs> fucking watch a TV like a movie at home, bro. This sounds amazing. Yeah, <laughs> on like a comfortable couch. Like I don't. We got a sectional here. If like, you want to hang, I'm. That's why I'm better at relationships. Like, there, there was yeah. this girl that I was hooking up with for like four or five months last year, and I was open at the beginning. I was like, "Hey, I'm not looking for a relationship." She was cool with it, and when it went downhill, she was starting to be like, "Hey, let's go out." I'm like, "I, I, I like, I, I." To be honest, I really don't want to go to a bar and spend a hundred dollars on drinks. Like if if we want to drink, like let's drink at home. Like that's just who I am. Yeah. So like for me, like even though I would love to go out and meet a different girl, like I like I went on a date at a bar a couple weeks ago, and I was like, this is awful. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is this is not what I like to do. So and we also get that we also get that um, by going out with comedy. Like for, like for me, I never miss going to the bars because we're always at different bars. And yeah. Shows. So it sort of like fills your yeah, socializing you kinda, cup. Yeah, it really does. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like when I was in New York last week, I always go out with my buddies when I'm back in town. I never go out in LA just for some beers ever. If it's not, it doesn't have comedy attached to it. That's kind of like my free time out here. I don't have friends that aren't comics out here other than like Darren, but he's in a relationship. We don't just like go out unless like both of you guys are out of town. We'll go out. But like in New York, it was like, yeah, you'd go out, you'd hang out with it. And I guess in New York, everything's out in public. Like it's just such a busy city. You just go places. I mean, I'm going to New York for my first time as a comic in june amazing i'm really excited oh my gosh so much fun oh it's uh, so if for I, I haven't been in new york in like 10 years I'm, i can't i, I thought i wanted to so live in new different. york i thought i like i to be honest i don't i've never really liked la i like it enough i had i kind of have to be here now for work um but i like growing up i was like i'm gonna move to new york like i i've always loved i, lo- I like taking the subway i like being able to walk places like, i know i'm, I'm chubby but it's it, <laughs> It's like that. I didn't gain. I gained most of my weight out here. Um, same. Absolutely, me too. Dude, well, I mean, you can't because you walk five times. You walk five miles a day. You guys gained like five pounds. <laughs> I, know, I put fifteen on in L.A. I lived in a fifth floor walk up in New York. And yeah, when I moved to L.A., I mean, I had I've had to like even uh, if you're taking the train, you have to I, walk to the train. Uh, I still, I still like um eat my like my emotions like i'll i'll like i'll want to eat to reward myself and i want to eat when i'm stressed out so yeah. like i still have those things i just have to force myself to literally like not you know what i mean like i've got to like food prep so i'm like when when, when i do i am overcome with that i've got like something to eat versus yeah. like i'll just go to chick-fil-a yeah fucking love no no but i i, I at new york you're gonna love new york but also like i think you're doing the right thing with with having like 
getting your own fan base now because it's I think it's I think the whole roadmap for being successful in comedy is 100% not applicable to our generation now it's just not you know what I mean like it used to be it's not about going on the road and putting in your time it's about like having people that'll come see you perform wherever you decide to be that's I I am very lucky I do have a lot of people that would be excited to see me and um like i just went to vegas last week and i did three shows and that was really cool um where'd you go uh i went one was a hookah bar and then two was the la comedy club at the oh, stratosphere nice. that was great um so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to start doing that like once a, a month like i like my next is gonna be like either san diego or phoenix like local stuff around here go to san fran that that too um like all that california stuff i can do i'm still Dude, we should put a car together and go do um, yeah do Scottsdale it. and Phoenix. There's, they I'm, have they have way more comedy clubs than we have. It's I'm crazy. totally down. I and that, but like I'm, I I I would love to be able to host more. I don't think I'm ready to feature yet, but uh, my hope is in the next couple of years that I could maybe start yeah. featuring. Well, you're doing all the right things. I mean, you can only you you don't want to ever speed it up to the point where you're driving yourself crazy and you're wondering why am I not doing this? Like whenever I think like. And, and again, I'm trying now. I'm 34. So I had my birthday. Everyone, please stop sending flowers. Um, or join the Patreon. That's what they can do if you want to give me a gift. Join our <laughs> Patreon.com slash this app. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying so hard this year to be kind to myself. I am so fucking mean to myself. No one, nobody treats me harder yeah. than I do. Just fucking chill out. And there's always somebody who looks like they're doing better than you on social media. I don't know if other professions look at this and see like, because other professions don't know each other's salary or this or that. Like we look, our currency is stage time at good clubs. Are you doing com- And then, but you'll see like, um, so-and-so's and I always say this, like I always say the pet grooming place, but it's like, so- so-and-so's got a spot at the pet grooming place. Why do I give a fuck if they're performing at a pet grooming place? Right. Why do I even care about this? I do. I mean, I care. <laughs> like even, even if someone has asked me to do a show and then like the next month I see they ask someone else, I'm like, well, I thought we had a good time. Like, why, why, why like, why can't I be on, like you can't be you on every it to show be a all the time? Relationship. Yeah, like every time. The same way with that, with the like sensitivity towards like I've got friends. I got a friend who just asked me to do his show that he's been doing for like years, and then and then I was like, "Fucking, I love to do it." And then he's like, "Great, consider it a birthday gift." And I go, I go, fuck, man. Like I know he meant well, but I'm also like, why is it a gift that I'm going to share my talent on a stage for free? <laughs> like right. we just live in, and it's just economics. We live in a city that's so overwhelmed with with comics that would headline the road that are fighting for spots here yeah it's like you just have to understand i was telling tasha this like if you like if you know like it'd be like going to a casting where every fucking model in the world is trying to get that one shoot like like i think with tasha she's at a place in your industry where like there's a there's a lot of work going around there's so like if you you can hustle and do different things but like we've kind of put ourselves in the and again these are all limitations i'm trying to overcome but we put ourselves in this world where like there's only so many stages you can perform on. So like there's only so many shows with so many comics on those shows that it's like, and most of them aren't paid. Yeah. Like I went, I didn't make any money going to Vegas, but the the other side of it is it is like a Vegas comic. I know. Let me stay at his house. Yeah. He got me all the shows that I, that I, that I did. So it's like, it is that there is that good part about knowing about comics, but it's like, if I was as an editor, I would never, edit for free for like a long time maybe at the beginning when you really have yeah, to you shoot photography until you learn how to do it and then you would charge 
But yeah. like with comedy, even like Joey Diaz was going to the open mic just to like work on shit. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, it's like it's but it's because it's a little bit different. Where like a pianist gets to practice at home, we're trying to do it in front of live audiences because you need that feedback. Like, like right. you'll never get you'll never get your chops going as a host unless you're talking to some Puerto Ricans in the audience. Like it's not you're not going to talk to comics in the you're just not going to get that same response from non-comedians tasha hates it when we get too deep in the comedy world look at her oh, did you see me glaze over i saw your soul fly away <laughs> i you started like, thinking about emails i have to answer <laughs> you look like leah had three thousand milligrams a week <laughs> <laughs> you literally a you just had the same thing but um no what so you yeah like for me i was like why am i fighting uh all of try to get on some of these shitty stages when like i'm also like really passionate about this pilot that i'm writing why don't you spend more time working on the pilot you know and, and you know like and, and do all the things that are under my control and la and i was saying this like the silver lining of the competitiveness of la is that it's forced me to do things i wouldn't have done it's kind of put me in a few desperate positions to be like i gotta write this fucking tv show and then, yeah. I, got, and then I gotta write my next one after that and like just not it, wait you gotta try a lot of stuff like i just i, I got someone who wants to be like my commercial agent, so that's pretty cool. Oh, nice! I want to try that, dude. You'd kill it, man. Seriously, that's what that's what everyone says. Killer, um, killer we'll see character. What happens? He's kind of being a pain in the ass with the with the. Uh, he made me take new headshots, and then he's like picking them. Um, but then like I, I'm trying to build a website, which is a pain in the ass. Which uh, hopefully it'll be out this month. Are you doing any of the? Are you doing any self submissions or casting? I stuff? did a little bit, but uh, and, I, and I didn't right now because I had a beard for like five six years. And he's like, oh, it'll make, it'll, I'll be able to do more with you if you shave. So now I'm trying to shave like once a week or something just to get used to it again. Cause my, yeah. my skin, I have terrible skin. So when I shave like my entire face, Same. Gets I don't, I only can trim. I, yeah. So like now, like I'm, I'm, I'm going back and forth with that. I did, I, I went on one audition from self submissions and it was, it was interesting cause there was a bunch of guys who look like me and then there was a bunch of pretty girls. But to be honest, because sometimes guys hate on pretty girls because we feel like they have such an easy life. And in some ways, they you guys do. But then also, I felt it was sort of like, oh, they also go through shit because at the audition place, there were like 50 blonde girls who all look the same. And I was all like, being oh, judged on like who's going to look sexiest in the scene. You do the same thing that we have to do. So it's... Uh, everyone thinks that everyone else has an easier life yeah grass is always greener right that's true yeah and in some ways everyone's got it easier in some ways and harder in others it's yeah kind of, that's why what i was i i, I posted on, on facebook recently about like what are the I, I posted what are the types of privileges that aren't race or gender let's not make it don't don't list race and, and people were like ass privilege tit privilege there's so many <laughs> privileged people you're like tasha you got an ass you got that's your privilege is your ass and your eyebrows you have eyebrows <laughs> tasha's got eyebrow privilege that's you know true. what i mean whereas like a guy might have like charisma privilege or nice teeth privilege like it's just it's always different of course like men like white men that's a privilege that's like on top of whatever else you have she's already like but you're gonna tell me that so-and-so with her tits that's not a privilege because she's making 16 grand a month on her patreon we know who we're talking Good about Lord. you know what i mean like i've been fighting my ass off to get the youtube going and then dre who's a podcast guest posts one lingerie video she got fifty-two thousand youtube subscribers well, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me you should look at the dm she's getting <laughs> yeah right Right? She I has will, to deal with a lot of dick pics. Yeah. But my point, what, where was I getting at there? Is that like we're 16, all, yeah, we're all <laughs> Jesus Christ, but she's like, they're, you know, making a killing and it's like, fuck man, we're all, our privileges are all like different, but it all, but it like comes with like different challenges that we're yeah. all working with. It's but amazing that like, more girls don't do it. Like I'm surprised, like, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do a joke, but like I had a joke about like, if I was a girl, I'd, I would have been a whore. 
<laughs> or just go for it. Oh, like, just finger yourself nonstop. Just, yeah, webcamming. I would be like, grinding about, down the banister, yeah. just getting off, just sliding up and down a banister. Like, I've, I've thought about selling my underwear online to gay guys. I don't give a shit. Every one of my remote controls would just be wet. Yeah. Just sticky remote Stop. controls. You're so gross. But that's because yeah, that's what the way guys... Do it yeah. for the money. Absolutely. But women... But yeah, yeah. you have good... So you, you have self-esteem. I got, and- I, got, I got a girl who doesn't... She knows she's beautiful, but she's but she's still Midwestern. So like she doesn't... She's not like like went to Hollywood high school. Like some of these people are fucked up. You know what I mean? Plus now you're, you're, you're in your advanced age. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not saying your age. I'm just saying it's advanced. We're at a place now Late where 20s. like... <laughs> we're not saying ages because then I'll have to bleep it out after. But it, no, no. We're closer in age than that. We're not going there. Tasha's older than me technically, I think. In some circles, I had this talk what, with by her, maturity or, or, earlier. I was like, you know, like I was like, you know, technically you're older than me now, even though I'm years, a couple years older than you. I feel like as the far like that that old bit about how like you get to date a model because the longer you do stand up, the funnier you get. The longer she models, ah, uh, never oh. <laughs> never goes well. Never goes well. Not a good. They hate me, but you know. Anyway, it's um. You're not like a fucking person who's like at Dan Blazarian's parties using, you know, you know what I mean? Like gray area shit. You don't do gray area shit. You model professionally. There's gray area shit models that are like, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Like we're like you're doing the, the private Snapchat and that's fine. We've had past podcast guests on that they sell, they sell their photos for good money, but there's all, you know what I mean? You've set your morals where they are and that's where they are. You know, I, I told it before. And if you wanted to slip a nip during an episode, we could probably get a couple new subscribers but whatever what's kind of you know what i mean i'll be on patreon yeah <laughs> uh, do you, you guys don't do that do you no we don't do Patreon. No, but t- now we got to get out of here in a minute but uh, tell me about what you're working on with your you're, you're creating a podcast website community. yeah it's gonna it's gonna be called the podcasters clubhouse and it's for because like, i've been consulting on podcasts for a few years and i deal i deal with a lot of not not lower level, but just pe- like people who are just are anywhere and want to start a podcast. Just stay at friends. our level, lower level. No, no, no. <laughs> but like they don't. It's hard. It's super hard to find guests. It's super hard to know like what equipment to buy. So it's it's, it's basically going to be that. It's like half education. So I tell you what equipment I recommend. But then the uh, the thing that I think is going to keep you or going to keep people wanting to be members is there's going to be a forum. So like you can be okay. I'm in LA. We have the Sex Actually podcast. We 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 talk a lot about relationships. If you want to be a guest, hit me up and tell me. Like just as a sort of a community for people, because even at at higher level, it's it's really hard to find guests, and it's hard to find guests who are on time and don't cancel and, and take and, it seriously. And better, people's right. like uh, area of expertise too. Right, you know, exactly. there's no like b- black book or whatever that lists like people who are in this sort of thing and know about I would say, X, Y, and Z. Like the better, right. the better podcast guests we can have, the less they're going to promote it. And it makes sense. They've got their own shit to promote. If we have someone on who's got like the, the best case scenario we had was our friend Raquel Pomplin on. She's, she's actually going to be doing our next, um, mimosa standup show, which by the way, if you're around, I think it's going to be May 19th. You want to do the mimosa show? Uh, I, I, I don't want to be on my, I don't want to be on my phone during the podcast. No, no. Sure. If, if, if you absolutely, can, we'll, if, we'll, I mean, if I'm in town, if I'll you're in town, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. But so Raquel, she was, um, there must be girls there. Oh, uh, we guess. Yeah. And Raquel's going to bring some, some good audience. Cause she was, um, she was, uh, playmate of the year and she started, doing stand-up oh she's, actually, she's funny like naturally she's just like a good she's a good person and and but she's like new she's like newer than you she's like how do you say her last name palm plun 
P-O-M-P oh, okay. <laughs> you want to Google her <laughs> she's got a lot of nude videos online I mean naturally as a playmate of the thank year thank you for listening to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> as a playmate of the year you get but the but the point was she's got millions of followers and she was still really good at promoting our podcast and I was like oh she's gonna fucking make it in comedy because she's like not just working hard for herself she understands like that she, you know what I mean like she like she gets it and she's also been someone who's been like a cover model for Playboy she's the first and only ever Mexican American playmate of the year like oh, she's wow. and, and then and then um so if you do our show on the 19th you'll see her you know <laughs> if, if, if her and I were to go out I would quit comedy immediately <laughs> she's, would, got, she's, she's married, married. But, <laughs> but she's got friends and that's the point you become friends with these people they've, 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 all the good ones are taken you want but you want you want an endorsement why, why don't they have endorsements on dating sites we, we should invent that where like you nice. get where Cal be like all right Playmate of the Year where Kel Pomplum endorses Lee Syatt. Lee Syatt rocked my world. You get like a little bunny ears next to you and it's like, well, Lee's been endorsed by Playmates of the Year, so swipe right on this guy. I think it's a fucking (laughs) genius idea. That is a funny idea. You're going to have to create an app now. Yelp and Tinder combined. Someone out there, let me do it with you. Uh, It's like LinkedIn. LinkedIn is where you write endorsement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this will be Yelp meets LinkedIn. I should have gone to school for tech stuff. I know. My buddy just quit his job to learn how to be an app designer. And I'm like, all right, let's fucking make billions. Let's do it. Let's just throw a bunch of apps at the wall and see which ones. It must be. I mean, I can't imagine. It's hard now because there's so many apps. But at least with comedy, you know, it's going to be like years of hard work. With apps, there's that lottery. It's kind of like acting. Everyone wants to be a famous actor. But then. Once you see the process, I think a lot of people are like, "Ah, eh, fuck that shit." Like, there's, you, there's a, there's this like a litmus test to getting into it. Like, do you really want to do it? Like with stand up, you know, you you drive to Vegas or you drive, you know, far away for a show. Sometimes nobody shows up. Do you really want to do stand up? And then guys like you go, "Fuck yeah, I do." I did New York Comedy Club and there were seven people in the audience. I was like, I had a fucking killer set, but I can't use that tape because it's for five people and then the two guys sleeping in the corner. Right. But like, <laughs> so like the tape's not useful, but like I had a blast and yeah. that's like, I don't need to do the 400 seater. Like those, that would have been an even bigger blast, but. And then it's also like, be careful what you wish for because like, I don't know. I mean, I, the majority of people who follow me are nice, but just at my level, and like if i multi like let's say like i don't know multiply the hate i get by 10 it can like, be overwhelming i'm like why like wh- why am i gonna put all this effort in to like get all the- like it's like okay maybe i should just have like a job with no hate now I-, I can't but it's like how I much do that any- hate do you get in person in person i get it takes the- a lot of balls for somebody to shit on you in person In in person i get the uh of what's the passive aggressive like i had one guy put his arm around me at the store take a picture and be like hey man don't listen to what they say online i like you and i was like oh, oh you don't really you don't really got to say that <laughs> like, yeah um, that's 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 a tough can one can you imagine how celebrities feel like no wonder they yeah. disable their comments and stuff like, oh yeah or they don't have it or, or just like don't take photos with people because it's like i'm eating dinner like we don't have this problem but like i couldn't imagine if i'm trying to eat dinner like even if we had kids and like you're with your kid and some guys like yells at you people feel entitled the kid doesn't know what's going time. on it's weird like, i don't have kids but it's weird because at, at a certain point it does it feels cool it feels cool to get recognized and be at a restaurant and someone like, "Hey, let's." I want to take a picture. Um, don't say it like you're relating to me. I don't know what that feels like. You're it the, will. You will. <laughs> we've had one person do that. But on the it feels cool. It felt amazing. <laughs> thanks. Thanks we for like, recognizing us at the bowling alley. Dude, he that saw was us. The we're like, come take a photo. We were asking him to take a photo with right. us. <laughs> it, and like that part is cool. Um, yeah, some, that's not disrespectful. Sometimes, but you got to be like. Sometimes it, it's weird to like disengage. Like, I've been stuck talking to people for, like, an hour at the comedy store sometimes by accident. Yeah. Um, 
but then all but then you also need them to come out to shows and it's you don't like it's it's a weird it's it's something it's to politics. get used to. Yeah, you got to shake hands and But I I'm, I'm I'm lucky. Like I said, 99% of the people are very cool and the majority of it happens at comedy clubs. Yeah. Like occasionally like once a week at like a grocery store. You're a store. pretty recognizable guy though. Like you if know someone's what it is? a fan, it's they're going to notice you. I was in Vegas and I was standing next to somebody at a dispensary. They didn't say anything and then as soon as I said something they're like, oh, his voice. Like, they recognize the voice. Oh, wow. So then they're like, oh, it's Lee. So, like, that's, it's... Um, but that's important for, that's important for, for the industry. It's important for, um, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, no. for, like, for, it's going to be important for commercial auditions and, like, get, you're going to be auditioning for, like, guest star stuff. You're going to be, yeah, you might look like, they might, you might look like the same type as everyone else, but, like, you'll be head of the line when it comes to... That'd you know, nice. getting no seriously because like my like my biggest you know what I mean like where I come from I look like every other dude who's like a quir- quirky good looking you know what I mean I'm not saying that to complain I just I show up to the auditions and like well my I'm not fucking any different but then the Danny DeVito guy Danny DeVito works you right. know what I mean the fucking you know monster Game of Thrones dude you know what I mean like there's just certain things that like oh yeah that's the only you reason I have an agent the the when I got when I went to his office the girl meeting him in front of me was a, a little person. Wow. And he, he said, the only other fat guy I have has red hair and it makes him look scary. Jesus <laughs> so, Christ. So I was like, oh okay. Oh my God. I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's Dude, do it. they fucking, yeah, you gotta, I mean, it's in a Tasha, you know, with modeling, you get people like, oh, your hip's too big. Like they just so, they're so quickly to t- to not talk to you like you're a human, but I guess right. you just learn to deal with it. Yeah, I'm like, okay. You know? Especially for work, like, I feel like commercials are kind because of, I'm not an actor. I've never acted in anything. Commercials are kind of like hitting the lottery, like especially if you get a good one. Like if you get like a national, like a like a Pepsi commercial, it's pretty fucking crazy. Tasha's touching this thing because of the sound. It's fine. It's I can remove it in post. It's annoying me. Yeah, and we'll take your ears off. We're at, we're seventy two minutes in. <laughs> can you just lean forward and block does it, it? Does with it your stop body? when you touch yeah, it? No, Lee it thinks does. you're it like stops. hitting this, like you're silencing him. She's like, <laughs> you guys, what what do you use to record? Like, what's your expertise with? Like, no, have you I use I have that. For, I use that for the stuff I do on on yeah? mobile. Yeah, it's great for like little on the go. So many people like in the Reddit community are talk talk about their podcast gear, like trying to upload to the next best thing. And I'm like, some of my best podcasts I did out of like a coffee shop with my H6. Yeah, I mean, there's always. With tech stuff, you could spend ten thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars on a studio, yeah. trying to make it sound like NPR. But like the thing, the cool thing about this is, you could take it anywhere. You have a podcast yeah. studio wherever you go. And in the end, when you when you export it to, we use Libsyn, but whatever your hosting site is, they're kind of they kind of shit on the quality anyway. Like it, it kind of like you know equals out in the long run i don't know but um so so how will can people start signing up for your community or how's it going to work yeah if Do you they go, follow if you, you go like- to the podcasters clubhouse.com right now you can sign up um and you actually if it's good to if, when is this going to come out uh this will be on monday the 6th yeah monday the 6th of may yeah mm-hmm. okay so yeah so right now we're in the process of of like just finishing up the design um so if you sign up now to like give me your email address like you get, I think you get like twenty five percent off, um, but it's gonna be cheap. There's gonna be two levels: five bucks a month and eight bucks a month. Nice, because um, I, I really like. That's the thing is, I want to create a podcast community. I'm not, I'm not trying to go out and make like a. I, obviously, I'd like to make some money off of it, but I'd rather have more people signed up than less people. Like it's yeah. gonna, the more people there are, the better. 
So you want to make it easily accessible, right? So for five bucks a month, like because for a while I was thinking about opening up a, a recording space here in LA, but between rent and buying the equipment, I would have had to charge like one hundred fifty to two hundred dollars per podcast for people. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and that's you don't not monetize really your podcast till you know what you're doing. Like it's till you get to that top level, right? Yeah, like you might do it once or twice, but then you're like. I could have bought a Zoom for four hundred bucks. Yeah, exactly. So it's some. This is something that, as a podcaster, I see the. I I would say for five bucks a month, I would do it. And podcasts are already spending money for. Yeah, for. I mean, that's the problem most people make is they'll spend the money on the gear and think that they're just going to put something online. And it's. I mean, there's like you know, you of all people should know should be very valuable. Like what sort of advice you have because you you have been a part of the community. I mean, I can't even imagine seven years ago. I started listening to podcasts right when I got into comedy and I was still like, I didn't know what they were really. I had to kind of like figure it out. And now it's like ridiculous. Like like the leap, you know, we'll, we'll look back at this decades down the road, touring comics as like getting into something while it was still like new underground. Oh yeah. Like I, I remember I used to have to download it on my computer and then connect my iPhone or my iPod with USB and drag it over. Now a lot of people just like now you don't no one downloads it on their computer first you just stream it on your on your phone. Yeah. So it's uh it's grown a lot, but it's also like super saturated. It's so so it's it, it is hard to get started. It's only going to be oh, people spend harder. hours getting something going and then they get seven downloads and five of them were from their iPad. Oh dude, I I, I did one. I worked on one for a few weeks with a um someone who had a hundred thousand Twitter followers and they got. Like eight hundred downloads. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't translate always. And the the main thing with this stuff, and I mean, you guys have been doing it for a while, right? How long? Three, yeah. This is going to be episode three thirty five. So wow, five yeah. plus years. But I'll say this: I I I've been guilty of just like focusing only on the actual creative end, doing the podcast, and not focusing on you know cutting up clips and putting them on YouTube and and like and like getting into new communities. I mean, like I'm not even. I just signed up for a relationship based community on Facebook. Like I should be in every dating sex pickup artist Facebook group and like be promoting, not not like blatantly promoting, but like be active. No, it. I mean, but it, like the the hard part with this stuff is the only like you can either grow it slowly. But the like the real way to get noticed is to have people on your podcast who can promote it, and then you have to be a guest on another podcast because then those people already know what podcasts are and they're like, oh, I liked him. Let me go listen to that. Right. Like, there's just so much now. It's it like that. A lot of people when they first start, they're like, oh, I should get a Facebook ad. I'm like, Oof, yeah. Unless Good you're luck. unless you're Dwayne Wade, I'm starting a podcast. I don't think a podcast ad for and for someone who no one really knows you're better off paying a guest to be on the show which is probably still a horrible idea because i feel like people mail it in but like it's uh, at least better yeah than- i guess I've, i mean i've never paid a guest um, but yeah but the hard part is like yeah, yeah it's like am i, I getting I, paid for this yeah, yeah <laughs> bring it in we got balloons you want a balloon uh the, the um you can pet the dog the uh okay yeah like I, hey, we've buddy. had guests on that like that then haven't come back because they kind of blew up and it's like I get it you're you're doing bigger podcasts like I get the fact that like everyone in LA's got something that they're trying to get out of other people that at some point like Kate Quigley's not going to do my podcast again um, because like she's doing 
your you know what I mean? Mu- like podcast with a much bigger following. So like to use a real person who's a very nice person as an example, why would or like a, my buddy uh, Trevor's blowing up on YouTube? Like it's gonna be hard for me to get him because he's like hugely viral right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, I mean it's you, like so outside of more available to you, but it's also the thing like the the thing that I think people focus too much on with podcasts is as hard, as, t- as tough as it is as it is is like the numbers. So like. Yeah, it would be great to get a million or a hundred thousand downloads. But if you guys every do it every week and get five hundred downloads an episode, let's just say five hundred. It doesn't sound like a ton, but that that's, that's five hundred people, like, loyal like, listeners. Yeah, like that will buy all your shirts. Yeah. and come out to see you wherever you're doing a show. It's like it. There's a lot. Like it's, if you look, like the people who buy followers on Twitter. No chance. There's really no point. Like, what's the point? Like, oh, it looks good, maybe. And you can tell right away because we've had some people on as guests that have hundreds of thousands of followers, and like, yeah, we don't get a blip at a blip out of yeah. It. Or if they, if they, if they, tw- like, I always look and like they have two hundred thousand people on Twitter, but they get eight likes. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, versus no. someone like you, like, or like a homegrown, uh, like someone with twenty thousand followers, homegrown can get a lot more traction out of that. Hundred percent. But, uh, but, yeah. but but also like yeah, so like we're we're starting to think of ways that like how how are we better like what's the term like the sum is greater than its parts is that like how like i would love it for tasha and i to do people's podcasts that are that are comics that are married because i would love to get their like therapy of how to make this fucking thing work you know what i mean like that's something valuable to me whether it's like on theirs or them on ours to have like because we've used it as like a way to interview and meet new friends like as a sandbox but also as like a therapy because you get people that like have figured it out and you can figure out your personal happiness with with your comedy success but it requires a lot more enlightenment than just like the narcissistic get just get you know a lot of people say you need to be single for the first 15 years and blah 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 and like sure that worked for seinfeld and chris rock and they're amazing but also like you should be able to balance your whole life because you only get it once yeah i mean i spent i'm not gonna like there's been times over this past year and a half that it, yeah it, it, I can go out and do any open mic I want or any show I want, but then yeah, it's it's lonely sometimes. Like last night, I went to go see Avengers by myself. It's not. It's Are not great. With you? Nah, I actually like. <laughs> you got to blast. Because <laughs> I, I I went to go see it in Vegas, but there were three kids sitting next to me, and then a dog in the theater. So I wanted to kill what? myself. What? There was oh, a dog no. in yeah. the theater. Yeah, and I love dogs, Jesus but Christ. But uh, but I'm also an alone person. Like I I kind of I like being alone. But it's also that's Tasha. You you guys are similar that way. Yeah, we'll be alone. We can be alone together. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we have like a our, our, we have the smallest apartment with the biggest couch. We can sit at opposite ends of the couch, and she's happy as a clam. Like yeah. she's like sort of likes me in the apartment, but not next to her. Like right. that's her yeah. level of introvertness. It, it is nice to like have have someone to come home to. That I mean, so yeah, it it, it does professionally probably make things a little bit less stressful to yeah. be single and, and people but people but can your only, life is gonna be people can only give the advice that works for them so i totally get it but like i was scared that like i like i i would have preferred to become a headliner before we started dating but it doesn't work that way you, you're lightning in the body you know what i mean you don't get to pick and choose you can't wait around for everything to be perfect before you like live your life and, uh, your and life our, will and end up passing you by is like how great is it that we get to like grow with each other in our both our career you know what i mean like you get to see like tasha actually came to my fr- when we were friends she came to my first show ever oh, nice. in the belly room first show ever 
whatever she got she came with her boyfriend which i was just happy to that someone came to my show but like you like talk about it's a slow long process but you get to be there for the good the bad this and that and it's like that's kind of our blessing where we are now and, and if people you know can be single and just dedicate all if, if they can dedicate all their time to their selves and their careers that's good too it's just whatever works i'm not trying to say one's better than the other but like i do i am attracted to seeing the comics that like like the seguras and the, the comics that are like married make it work and sort of like live that life because it is a little bit of a gypsy lifestyle but like if we had the following that could take us on an airstream around the country we probably we'd, we'd be cool like fucking do it like you know what i mean we're not married or attached to this town or some other place it's all about like that right. travel lifestyle it's just like not there yet like we're still building that sort of army but yeah. i don't know we got to get out of here because it's actually you got a show to get to oh, I um do. and uh anything oh. you want to promote um, aside from the just go to my just follow me on social media my name is lee l-e-e syatt s-y-a-t-t i am gonna the website the podcasters clubhouse will be coming out soon um i'm excited for you with thank that. you that's thank gonna you. be I, totally hopefully I'll, I'll make an announcement when, also on this podcast when it's up yeah, and running. You know what I'll, I'll give do you guys is a I'll let you guys know. I'll hit you up and I'll just give you guys like a, a coupon code for, for all cool. the SAP listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. I would love that. We have, we have a small but loyal... Um, pr- a premium following of uh, for our Patreon. Yeah, you we, make soap, don't you? Well, we yeah, you, yeah. Oh, that's what we can give you some fucking soap. Oh, we'll give you some, some soap. soap. Oh, you're gonna love our soap. You'd be good on your skin. Lather okay. it up, coconut oil. Ooh. Uh, really good. Put it on your balls. It's peppermint soap. Tingles. <laughs> Tasha, she'll never understand this, but people that have got our soap, they use it on their balls. It's a it's a good thing. But um, <laughs> you should you should market it just for balls. Ball sack soap. I got a, I got two balls of soap that goes in a loofah. Ball sack soap. I'm, that's, nice. that's what's gonna make me rich. Get that ball sack money. Get, get the uh, the web address what is but, it uh yeah, <laughs> ballsack soap.com yeah soap. Ball sap soap fuck we're on to something but yeah, anyway so we've got 14 people so far that are joined that but like it's it's cool to have even a sliver of your following start to join the premium stuff because it does make yes, a difference thank you to like guys show that so loyalty. much we really appreciate if you want to see a picture of my balls go <laughs> join their patreon lee's balls are on my patreon <laughs> <That'd be> like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it takes man i'm not yeah. lee's balls tasha's tits we're uh, it was anyway thanks so much for being on the pod and thank you for um, having me yeah and I'll, I'll let the audience know if we can make that mimosa show work definitely do it yeah yeah and we'll then talk I'll, let, I'll let people I know look at my calendar yeah it's a few weeks away if you can't make that one do the next one it's all i try to have the whole like lineup mimosas. yeah there you go i try to have the whole lineup be past podcast guests so we have okay. like you know all the all of our friends on but thanks so much for being on the show i appreciate it thank you guys bye everybody bye Well, that was it, folks. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, Why am I doing these post-episode recaps? I don't know. I just felt like talking some more. So I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, Leave us some love. Share the podcast. Oh, you know what I need y'all to do? I need to make sure... Here's the problem. As the podcast grows in size, you know, uh, April was our largest downloads ever. Once in a while, it's people... Like I'll post this on Reddit and it's such a negative community that people will give it a one star review because I promoted a podcast. You know what I mean? It's it's a fucking brutal world out there online. So now I'm not saying we've got a bunch of one star reviews coming in, but in order to combat that, if you haven't already, get on your iPhone, your iPad, whatever, and go search this app and then click on review, write a review, leave a five star review. You can leave a comment, whatever the fuck you guys want to do. If you haven't done that yet and you listen to our free dating and relationship podcast i appreciate it if you go over there hook a brother up with a good stamp you know what i mean because it's like i I don't mind if people don't like it but uh, clearly it's not a one-star product you know what i mean anyway um 
I sincerely hope uh, people that actually take their time out of their day to leave a one-star review could get a life. I know if they do leave a one-star review, they wouldn't have listened this far anyway, so I know I'm just preaching to the choir here. But anyway, folks, appreciate your help, your support, and love all the comments you guys leave us. If you have any questions or want us to give you any unbiased advice towards anything, if you need some friendly advice, just write in sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs or whatever you need to do, and we'll uh, we'll get on get on to you. So I appreciate all of you guys. Uh, there's some people out there. I know I know you're not even uh, uh, fucking old friends of mine are telling me they started listening from the beginning and they're on episode 60. So I feel like they're going to get this in like 2027 when Donald Trump Jr.'s president or whatever the fuck's going on. Oh, what did I just predict? Anyway, um, I appreciate all of your support. You guys are amazing. Have a great week. See you next time. Bye.